Well, hello there, and welcome back to Black Girl Manifest Podcast. This is your opulent host, Brittany. And I don't have an adjective. This is your host, Anika. I promise y'all I'm not going to be dry one day. <laughs> <laughs> How y'all doing? When, what, when's the day? When is the day? Um, damn. No, I'm kidding. I'm it's kidding. dry. I'm <laughs> The, the day next week, I won't be dry. I'm going to come oh. with it. I'm coming with it. Opulent and all. Okay. Okay. How you been, Brittany? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well as I can be. How was your week? Mm, my week went by like, I want to say it went by kind of slow, but then at the same time, like, my weeks are collapsing over each other. So, yeah. I don't know. I feel like at one point, I was just kind of cruising and then it just all of a sudden it's Saturday so it was, it was calm not nothing eventful how about yours uh I did a lot of grounding yesterday because mm-hmm. I needed it I did a lot I did a couple plant work I did a lot of propagation I noticed like we talked about this before but like when I'm not feeling my best my plants are really not feeling their best um, so I just moved everybody to the sunshine. I did some planting of some, uh, like sunflowers and stuff a couple weeks ago, and now I have to throw those away and start over because I didn't, I got sad and didn't, well, not sad, I just got like, mm, and then just didn't take care of them the way I needed to. But now it's time to put every, my, my food that I planted like in a bigger container. Mm-hmm. So I think I'll do that next week, but. I just took care of my house plants and I'm extremely excited because my fiddle leaf has spit out two new leaves in a week and I'm like, I knew I could do it. I knew I, knew I could be Erica Badu, that bitch junior. I knew I could do it. <laughs> I yeah. saw that. I was I was very proud in your story and I guess it's just about finding the right place and keeping keeping her there. I dare not. People really complain about fiddle leaves and I was like, I'm not going to get it because I'm scared. But then I was like, you know, you know that TikTok we talk about it all the time. I'm not gonna do it. Who gonna know? Who gonna know? They're gonna know that TikTok. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and so that's how I felt when I went and got it. And then I, I literally, I don't move it because people was like, if you move it, then the leaves gonna fall off, and it's gonna do this, and it's gonna do that. And I don't move that hole at all. Like rotate it a little bit. I keep her right by the glass door so she gets the most sunshine. I water her once a week and I leave her be. And I walk by going, hey girl, she goes, hey girl, and that's it. And everybody must know, don't don't touch her, don't even breathe your hey, air. You did alone, so <laughs> I'm excited. I'm I'm kind of nervous when it's time to repot, but hmm. it's gonna be fun. Who's gonna know? How will you know? How will you know when it's time to repot? They're gonna know. How you gonna know? But for real, how you gonna know? I don't know. I don't know. I'm gonna have to call in like Jasmine from Black Girls Who Garden or, you know, uh, or Whitney. I'm gonna have to call in one of them for okay. that because yeah. I, I don't know. I'm gonna have to ask the plant group. Well, hopefully it's no time soon because there's so many hopefully. ones that I want to repot, but this is just a terrible time to do it. So I'm really just trying to yeah. hold out because I really want to repot like at least five of them, but I'm, I just got to wait. Listen, if you repot right now, you're going to be still out of breath. Out of breath and just for them to be like, we don't like this season. Hmm. You have an update for the girls, for babies. I do. I, I said, do you have an update? How are you feeling? Oh, um, I'm feeling like exha- exhausted. Yeah, I, I, I'm so tired. I didn't roll out the bed today till 1230. And that's only because my dog insisted that I get up. Insisted. Otherwise, I probably would still be in the bed. Mm-hmm. Even though the bed is not like the most comfortable place at this point in my pregnancy because of there's just so much weight on me. So like my hips and stuff go numb from trying to switch to sides. And then when I get a good side, I got to get up and, you know, go pee. Yeah. But I just it's just the only place that's convenient right now right right like I sit on the couch but then if I sit back too far then it's it's really hard to kind of get up over the stomach and I'd be trying to tell myself like you being dramatic you can get up but it physically is just harder because there's something in the way here 
but you know, more pressure is getting real. And I'm just hoping that I'm hoping that we just got two, two and a half more weeks, really. When you say that, it just reminds me of when I was working in retail and I just, I just be determined to do just everything. No, I fucking got it. I don't need, like, I'm the, don't need no help with doing nothing. Like I was moving fixtures and stuff. I would get so fussed all the time and just like, hey girl, maybe that wasn't the best idea. You should just rest it. <laughs> I can't even imagine being that far and pregnant and not, if you had to still be working, not working, not, you know, sitting down somewhere. Yeah. But just to be moving around, which is good for you because you do need to move. But I done got myself like so used to just being so sedentary. It's it's yeah. hard, you know. It's better than giving birth to a Power Ranger. I tell you that, because that's what I got on my hands—a motherfucking four-year-old <laughs> Power Ranger. Okay. <laughs> that's funny, Spider Man. Spider Man, with the E. Do you hear me? Yeah. Um, also, I wanted to mention to y'all. I've, I've always talked about you know how I need to get in therapy. And I finally started therapy about maybe like sometime in December, the end of November, Mm -hmm. no December, it was sometime in December. So, and it's going really well. So, um, you take your tissue with you, the therapy. Definitely took my tissue with me because, well, the first, the first appointment was so like informational, it was more like intake just to see what all, and I realized just sitting there, I was getting so emotional talking about things, I'm like, yeah, it's way past time, so I really tried to hold it in, and then the next session, it was just like gushing, and at some point, she was like, why are you crying, and I think that was important for her to ask, because she needed to know, like, what about this is making you so upset, yeah, I had to, you know, break that down and let her know, so it's, it's been really good, and I, I really want to be my therapist friend, but we can't do that, so that's fine. I guess we love to advocate for therapy, and if it was, you know what, if therapy was free, motherfuckers still wouldn't go to therapy. I want to say that, but it's, it's uncomfortable. It is. It's a lot of, it's a lot of working on yourself, and uh, when you're ready for that journey, that's when you'll do it. But I just, my daughter goes to therapy. You know, I, if I had therapy as a kid, I think I would have been a much more uh, equipped adult. So, mm. um, I'm so glad that you're in therapy. I can really, I can see a difference. TBH. Really? Yeah. It's like more coming out or not coming out, but coming like. Coming out is just a lot more like, you, you always been like analytical, but I think it's more like a, a not logically analytical. It's like, okay, like this makes sense to me emotionally like uh analytical so yeah like because anika's logical like she she's gonna be like uh no actually this like okay but this how i feel like all right girl she's like uh fuck the emotions like but now like i can see like you're a bit more emotional and it, it, not it, in it, a bad way no i appreciate that because it makes a different it feels different it feels like I can think things through better without them being like, why can't people understand instead of, well, let me try to see it from your point of view. I'm like, oh, okay, I can see how we, you know, would have reached there. So that, that's yeah. been helpful there. I'm so happy for you. Thank you, friend. I really appreciate it. All right, guys. So today we are going to talk, we are going to introduce ourselves, although we're, we are over a year in this podcast. And for the most part, I feel like, you know, our listeners pretty much know us, but I just kind of wanted to take, go a little deeper on who, who we are. Oftentimes when, you know, someone asks who you are, you just kind of list off a bunch of titles and while that makes up who you are, I just wanted to expound upon that. So before we start, I just wanted to go over what do you, so if I, I'm asking Brittany, I've asked Brittany and myself to defined yourself so what does it mean to define yourself so defining yourself is basically the idea of knowing who you are what you stand for what your identity is what rules you stand by and so on this could be morals you live by what you define as integrity how important your word is to you what you consider to be good and bad things your beliefs and more so just um and i guess i i can go first um so if someone had to say, you know, who are you? Obviously, you know, I give my name. Um, I'm Anika. I am a person that's 
very logical, as Brittany mentioned. I am a person that's also not very religious. Um, I used to be a religious person, um, but then as I've kind of, you know, grown up and, and you know, learn more about things going on in the world, I've kind of not been so religious. Um, I'm a person that didn't used to be so emotional, but getting back intact with my emotions and um, currently on a journey to, you know, learn that that's okay. You can be emotional, you can be logical, and they can be married and make sense. I am a wife, and I hesitate to say that because that's a title, but that doesn't make up who I am, so I'll continue. I'm a soon-to-be mother. I'm not going to stop there. I am somebody who likes to have a good time, but I'm also very introverted. So it's like, you know, I'm not, it's hard for me to open up to people and people perceive me as being quiet or very shy. And it's not so much as a shy thing. It's just, you know, if I'm, if I'm not familiar with you, I don't want to open up with you more, you know, much less have a a conversation, a small talk with you. That's just how I am. I'm a very observant person. Um, I'm motivated by women around me who choose to go after what they want, no matter what. That really motivates me, especially, you know, seeing someone start from just a regular regular life into being able to just have what they want and know that they work their ass off to get that. So that, that's something that motivates me. Um, I like crystals. I'm a person that likes, I'm a plant mom. Um, and I also realized that I'm a person that is not, I, I hold, I cherish my friendships and because it's not easy for me to make new friends and I'm working through that. And it's not just like I'm a mean person. It's just, again, it goes back to, opening up and you know just being so introverted at times um but with the help of therapy we are going to get there um what else i'm a person that tends to easily see the negative side of things um and that is just how i was raised because i can hear my mom's voice like you know you bring up an idea and the negative is pointed out and it's, you know, I don't have a real resentment towards that because I can understand it's more like a defense mechanism, like, hey, watch out for this. But at the same time, I can also say that that has held me back. So I'm working on not being, you know, not listening and not giving into that because I easily like, oh, well, this is, you know, going to happen. So that can deter me sometimes. So that is a part of who I am. I'm also a straightforward person, which that you know, some people like it and some people don't. I know that all of my friends always start off saying, you know, she was just so straightforward. She just tell it like it is. And I never even, that's something I would never even be able to say to this day until I heard so many people say it. And I'm like, oh, well, because I thought that's just, you know, what everybody did. But no, I just see things how they are, tell it like it is. But I'm also a person with a kind heart. I feel like, you know, um, I do, especially now, try to see the good in people, you know, or it's at least their intention. Um, just because I would want somebody to do the same to me. So that is all about me. I could continue to go further and further. Um, but yeah, that that's, that's, that's who I am as a person. And, you know, some of the things that motivates me um yeah oh also i would like to mention now i think every every now and then like every so often you're evolving as a person and i think there was a a, a huge shift in me after my dad died that made up a part of me because now there's always that um it's like I'm, I'm going to be grieving for a long time. The grief for him is just never going to just go away because I know how, you know, much of a difference my dad made in my life. So that's now a part of who I am. Somebody who's grieving their father and will always be grieving their father just, you know, as long as I can remember him. So that is what makes up me. How about you, Brittany? 
Who are you? Whew. Okay, so I don't I didn't want to do this exercise. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? Why not actually? And I did not want to do this exercise because that's a hard question. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard question, like you said, because you're wrapped you're it's always something that's wrapped into somebody else. So allow me to reintroduce myself. My name is Ho. Oh. <laughs> okay, so um I'm a mother wrapping to somebody. I'm a wife. I'm a damn good wife and a damn good mother. Um but those are wrapped into people. I am I am a plant mom. I am a person who gives good advice, I feel like. I'm a person who listens and tries to listen with my whole heart. I am a lover of books. I'm a lover of herbs. I'm a lover of just anything. If I feel like I can do it, that's, I, I love it. I'm a person who is just, I'm completely obsessed or I don't give a fuck about it at all. I'm a serial entrepreneur. I love to write. I love to sing in the shower. I love to, you know, think that I'm a hard body. Selling drugs in South Memphis. <laughs> but I'm somebody who is extremely emotional. And I'm learning that that is not always a bad thing. And loving with my whole heart is not a flaw, but it's a superpower. Because mm. not everybody can do that. Um, I am somebody who either cares too much or does not care at all. Um, I am, I would like to think that I'm an advocate and an ally for the LGBTQIA community. I am pro stay out of women's black, I'm, I'm pro stay out of black women's business. I am a beginner witch. Okay, I am a lover of incense and self-care. And self-care does not mean, hey, let's get our nails done. Let's do this. Let's do that. I'm a self-care of like, okay, let me go put my feet in the grass so I can be one with the earth. Let me, you know, cry if I need to cry. Let me go burn my sage and polisanto let me go burn my incense let me figure out what makes me happy i am a person who is always reinventing themselves and not giving a fuck what nobody else thinks about that i'm somebody who be knowing all the time because i be fucking knowing I be fucking knowing, and I want to say that's claircognance. I'm not sure. I'm going to look it up, but I be fucking knowing. It's it's very seldom when I'm wrong about something. Mm-hmm. I am a person who is uh, claircognance, good with my discernment. If I, I know if I don't fuck with somebody, I can't get a reason right then, but don't fuck with that bitch, okay? I, I know why. Um, Overall, I... I feel like I am a good human being. I feel like I've made my imprint on this earth some way, somehow. Oh, I am a mother who, I, I am a person who wants to do things for single mothers, especially single black mothers um, who are of low income status or the status of like middle class. You, you make too much to get assistance, but you don't make enough to take care of your family. I'm a supporter of that. Um, I am pro fuck these niggas. Ooh, um, but I am also pro love these niggas when they deserve to be loved. 
and I I think this I'm and I'm pro therapy. I'm pro working on yourself because you need to love yourself more than you love anybody else. Amen. That's me. I would like to propose a toast. No, I actually want to add something to yours and then you can add something to mine if you feel like you know there's just something you wanted to add you mentioned two things you either really like it or you really don't or mm-hmm. it's really something or it's really not sometimes Brittany can be a which is kind of a good thing like a black or white person it's either this way or it's that way it's, it's hard it's seldom that you're gonna find her in too many gray areas and sometimes I struggle with that myself but we're just having gray areas sometimes but I realize you kind of sometimes are just certain things is just black and white for you, just period. Yes. Um, Brittany is definitely a good person to get advice from as long as the advice she's giving you is not like pertaining to somebody who, who had you fucked up. <laughs> you going to have to run it back again. Because <laughs> what we're going to do is beat the ass. Is you ready or not? Period. That's like, that's the red nose right there. <laughs> She can give some pretty sound advice and kind of take a step out of the situation. Like I said, as long as ain't nobody hurting you, because then fuck all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, and she is actually an influencer. She didn't mention that, but she influences so many people in a positive way. Even like, not even me, obviously, obviously me, but just even like, I grew up around plants and stuff, but I never made that connection again as an adult until Brittany kind of reintroduced them. And I'm like, I can't keep this shit alive. And I realized that I could with her encouragement and, you know, her um, little shade, you know, I got it together. (laughs) Influences, you know, she really influenced me to just be more positive. Because one thing I noticed about Brittany, even if some shit is not going right or I don't know how she figuring out whatever she has to do, she make it work period like and i just be looking like nah okay i'm you know just in the shadows me always kind of admiring no matter what adversity is in her way she's just like that's all right i'm gonna make it work and i'm gonna be positive and i'm gonna get a blessing and she always do and i have learned from her you bitch you can be a little more giving because sometimes you know everybody don't owe you everything so that is another part of who britney is and i really you know, appreciate that. Don't do that. I'm gonna cry. Okay, so I, I want to say I want to condemn what you said. Um, I, it's been like I'm gonna pick you the fuck out because that's what I have to do. Period. And yeah, it's okay to cry about it, but we're gonna cry and then we're gonna move the fuck on. Okay. All right. I love that you are. You think before you do any fucking thing, and you, I want to be just like that. I admire that so much about you. You are just so logical, and it's like, uh, let me take my emotions out of this and think like, sometimes when I'm going through something, I'll be like, all right, what would it need to do? Literally, I'll be like, when she gets, she's not going to get in her feelings about this. So let me clear all these. Let me take the smoke out of my brain of emotions and say what I need to say based on no feelings at all. Um, you said that you value your friendships. And when I say this girl values her friendships, she really does. She's a great friend. And sometimes I do feel like you overextend yourself to your friend. But that's not a, it's not always a bad thing like yeah. you just want to you love who you love and you love your friends and there's nothing wrong with it at all um okay so there's nothing wrong with you know wanting the same love from your friendships as you give and i really admire that about you you're an amazing friend you're always that like mika always is there for her friends she will drop everything for her friends and i just love that about her and it's a good thing, but it could be a bad thing as well. But it's more of a good thing than it's a bad thing. So that's what I love about you. Thanks, boo. You're welcome. 
Um, I did also want to add in the many things about about myself. I'm definitely a person that's pro-black mm-hmm. all the time, day in and day out, but also an ally to the LGBTQIA community as well, because I don't play about the quote-unquote gay shit. Period. I used to feel a type of way at some point, but realized where that stemmed from and decided that it has nothing to do with me. Um, and it doesn't bother me what else somebody chooses to do with their life. And, you know, people are so bothered by that. And even, especially introducing it to children, because God forbid you introduce every concept you introduce a child to, apparently they're going to want to do it. But anyway, that's just something that does not bother me. It does not concern me whatsoever. Um, Another people who don't grow with LGBTQIA people and they, you know, like are close in like a close vicinity to them. Um, it's something that bothers them because they don't understand and they don't know. So somebody who has grown up with people who are gay and had somebody who was gay and, you know, living under the same roof or had that person had friends who were transgender and then went to drag shows and all that kind of stuff. This shit don't bother me. So what you eat does not make me shit. As long as you are happy, like I'm a person who genuinely wants to see everybody happy. Like I don't like to operate and see anybody upset or see anybody cry or what's wrong. I don't. I'm more of a. I want to add this. I'm optimistic. I tend to move in optimism. Like yeah, it's raining outside, but the sun is gonna come out. It's gonna be rainbows and shit tomorrow. We're gonna live in this moment today. It's gonna be okay tomorrow. That shit does it. It don't bother me. It really does not. It's not my business, because what I do is not their business. It's right. We just all want a little respect. We're different, and people really have a problem, no matter what they say. Understanding differences, and as I get older, I something that I embrace. Hey, you're different from me. I can appreciate your perspective on this. I might not, you know, think the same way, whatever it is, but I can always appreciate it because I don't necessarily want to be friends with somebody that's just like me. Mm-hmm. I want a difference of opinions, you know? Mm-hmm. So, also, one thing I noticed, I'm glad that neither one of us will defined ourselves by what we do for, you know, work. Because that is just... A lot of people would. Like, let's say you were, you know, you were a lawyer. You might mention you were a lawyer, but really, that's just such a small part of... This is just what you do to earn your money day in and day out. That don't mean that that's you. That's just something you fell into. You know, something, a choice that you were forced to make and you had to make it. That doesn't necessarily mean that's a that's a part of, you know, your makeup. That's just a part of where you go every day. So I'm glad we didn't do that. I mean, even though my ass is unemployed, but not for long. <laughs> I'm, I'm not about to say I'm a stay-at-home mom. I don't want to do it. I want to Not for long, Shadi. It's coming. Soon come come so yeah um i just kind of wanted to go there because i somebody asked me that before and i was totally stumped and i was like why am i stumped about who i am this is who i am this is the you know stuff that this is my makeup this is this is me you know so i'm gonna gonna ask my husband tonight like who are you and i'm gonna see if he has a hard time as i did because i was dreading this question as I, I want to see if he has a harder time than I did answering this question and not to make, you know, split this down the middle, but you know, women define themselves as wives and as mothers and that's why it's difficult. Like, yeah, your husband can say, I'm a husband, I'm this, I'm that, but. It probably won't be the first thing he said. I mean, and even if it is, he he gonna run down the list quicker than you can of what he is. I mean, so I I was dreading this. This was this was hard, and I'm gonna start asking people like, "Who are you?" I know who are you. Yeah. Ask your mom that. Actually, that's your homework, and we're gonna report back for next episode. That's who I want to hear from. Ask your mom. Get your husband and your mom's response. And we're gonna report back. And I feel like I feel like my mom is gonna have a hard time answering that question. You might, you know, your mom, I don't know, but I, I personally just feel that way just because I know my mom. And just I sometimes, you know, they don't think beyond, oh, this is what I do. You know? 
So they've been so, so wrapped up in being a mother and, you know, person that worked at their job for over 20 years. That's literally probably could have become their definition. So I'm just curious to see what they say and if they struggle with it. We're going to report back. Okay. We'll report back. All right, guys. Let us take a break and we will be back. All right. We back. That was short and sweet. Short and sweet. Very impactful. Linux, can I help you? All right, go. Leave me alone. Damn. How he come in my face? Someone's on. He. He. Who is he? You didn't let him finish. Who are you? That I'm bitch. Always hungry, but don't like the food I get. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. So we have reached the segment of our show where motherfuckers always got us fucked up. Mm-hmm. And this segment, as you all know, is called "If Niggas Ain't Got Shit Else, They Got the What Be." Ooh, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna keep it calm, but audacity. I'm because <laughs> they always do. Mm-hmm. You have an audacity for us? Um. Yes, I do. Um. <laughs> hmm. Um. If I pay my phone bill, then. You are not to negate when I answer this hoe, when I put it on do not disturb, when I don't answer your messages. Uh, And I'm finna start putting my shit on messages read. And I kept it on, you know, not delivery status because I don't want you to know when I read your message. Because I sometimes I do like to pretend that I didn't read them. But now I'm finna start turning them motherfuckers on. So I read it and I'm just not gonna respond to your bitch ass. And and then when you can give me a crown quarter to my shit, that's when you can dictate when I can answer my phone and when I can't. Thank you. And that's on. That's on Verizon Wireless. <laughs> Thank you. And that's also on period. Cause woo. Okay. That's short and sweet. Very short and sweet. Thank you. Yeah. And like you said, it's a form of self care. I'm. I'm if I, you know, so uh, stop thinking that motherfuckers gotta be uh answer to you every time you gotta answer a question. Stop thinking that. Like everybody is not. Uh, I, what the fuck I look like being at easy access to you all the fucking time? I ain't gonna have time to do shit that I need to do. You know, sometimes I call Brittany and she's not available or text her, but it it I don't feel like she owes it to me to tell me why she wasn't. Or anything like that. I just I could just imagine like, okay, she got three kids and a husband. Ain't no telling what she could be doing. She could be somewhere mentally not great. She could be somewhere having lots of sex. She could be somewhere consoling one of her children or all of them or two of them. She could be just sitting there picking her nose or her ass. Like it it it's it's a multitude of things you could have been doing. Or anybody know they got little children. That like to have a phone, that had a damn phone. Yeah. Although, for the record, look at this screen. Giselle is not getting my shit, and that's on period, and that's on you don't pay a motherfucking bill. Okay, well, I'll come back to you with you in two years. Thank you. We'll check anyway. So yeah, let's wrap that up. I, I yes, she could be doing anything, and or anybody. Um, so I try to give people that grace, if you know, because I would want it. And it, it's been plenty of times where my friends have called me. I called them, missed the call, and they call back 30 minutes later, and I look at the phone and don't answer. Why? Because I don't feel like talking anymore, and that's they just don't it. don't feel like talking anymore. And nobody gives a fuck. I just don't feel like talking anymore. It's no hard feelings. It just... This, this brings me back to a, a conversation that we were going to have uh, a while ago, and I was just like, you know, Anika, I'm not feeling it right now. I just, I don't feel like talking. And he was like, okay. And I was just like, and after you just like, you were just like, okay, I'll talk to you later. And I was like, Damn, now I kind of found, found, I feel guilty a little bit because I didn't, but I was like, you know what? This is a, a form of self-care. I really don't feel like talking about it right now. I don't feel like crying. I don't feel like going off on nobody. I just don't feel like it right now. And that's, and that's totally, that's always okay. Cause if you don't feel like right. it, then I don't want to talk to you if you don't feel like talking. I feel right. pull, pulling teeth out, you know, cause days come when I'm just not going to feel it. And right. I said, hey, I saw you call. I looked at it and I didn't feel like talking. And I've told my friends that and they'd be like, girl, I figured. And it was fine. Like, 
that's just the friendship that I have because nobody's taking anything personal. But let me move on to my audacity. Come on, let me hear it. So as you know, I've been extremely tired and I really planned on getting every ounce of sleep I could today. As a matter of fact, I was not going to wake up until it was about to get back dark outside. But the raggedy nigga that lives with me, my dog, <laughs> he decided to get up. And not only was he just like, you know, it was so insistent, like for an hour, just uh, I'm like, really? I done fed him. I let him outside and I and here he go again. And I got back in the bed. I thought all was good. But he really just wanted me to be up just for the sake of being up so that he could transition his nap into the living room. The living room ain't got no gates, no nothing holding back. He can do that, but he wants me to be there with him so he can transit so we can do our daily routine of not shit. I wanted to do mine in the bed. So this nigga had the motherfucking audacity to wake me up and make me actually physically get out the bed. Y'all know how taxing that is these days, and I just did not want to. Not you going off on your dog, though. He just... Because of all the places... no better. Oh, he do. Because of all the places where he can be. You you gotta be right here. Watch He's just concerned about his mother. Damn. So, that's my audacity. Um, I still haven't got over it, because I'm still very tired. Girl, you you finna get right back in bed. You got your robe on. You finna go right back to bed. What's the problem? I mean, this was this was hours ago. This is a side note. This is something that I should have asked you. Oh, excuse me. I'm drinking carbonated water, and that should be coming up in my spirit. I'm sorry, y'all. Edit it out. Hey, did you watch the last season of Team Mom? OG. No. Mm-mm. So have you watched any any season with Cheyenne in it? Yes, I've watched like a clip of it, and I know who she is. Oh, you know. Okay, so what do you re- you you didn't watch that season at all? No, I didn't. I, I only knew about Cheyenne and her and 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 her baby daddy through Instagram somehow. Okay, it came up, and I started following both of them. <laughs> Not too long, sometime last week, mm-hmm. or maybe it was earlier. It was earlier this week. I watched some when I went to my mom's house, um, and mm-hmm. that episode where Corey told her that he was having a baby with his girlfriend. Okay, I haven't gotten that far yet, but I do want. I I want to read one more. Um, not read. I want to audace one more person. <laughs> I want to audace MTV, and I want to audace MTVs because. I'm looking at these teen mom shows, which we've been watching since like the beginning of time, right? Right. Since they came on, like we keep up with those moms. They they have really good storylines. It just it's just cool to see like uh, you growing up with these babies over the year. Like I was so surprised that Bentley was ten, mm. and you know uh, Macy and Ryan still going through the same shit. Ryan is a fucking heroin addict and all that kind of bullshit. I had his parents on too yet, but okay. And uh, I just got on an episode where he like did 90 days in jail because he skipped out on a $30 bar tab at a bar. So you did 90 days in jail for $30. Okay, make it make sense, but you just so wrapped up in drugs. It doesn't make sense to me. But I want to read MTV and it has nothing to do with Team Mom OG, but it has something to do with Team Mom. Um, I've noticed that there's a difference between the white mothers and Brianna. Brianna and um, Cheyenne. Brianna. Okay. And I've also noticed, I, I can't say Cheyenne because Cheyenne's a little new. Okay. But there, I'm, I'm noticing that there's a difference of pay. Gotta be! Of, there's a difference of pay between these white mothers and then Brianna. And Brianna is the only mother who made it to be like team mom, like I'm good enough to have, you know, a, a continuous storyline on this show. And I noticed that there's a difference in pay because Brianna lives with her mother and her sister and her two children. Um, but then I did notice that they did a, uh, they keep Brianna around before, before her storylines. 
And if you don't watch Teen Mom, Brianna is kind of like, Brianna's Hispanic and I want to say black, but I'm not sure. I want I want to say she's Puerto Rican, but I'm 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 not sure her heritage or her ethnicity or whatever. Um, Brianna went to like a a boot camp, like the VH1 boot camps with her sister. Do you remember that? Uh, they went to, they went to a boot camp and they found out that Brittany's dad, which is Brianna's sister, Brittany's their dad is not Brittany's dad, and so then that transpire oh we got some juice we're gonna do it like a story we're gonna do like a uh britney's family secrets i mean brianna's family secrets that's really what it's called brianna's family secrets on the show and so then we find out like on the family secret show that okay yeah this is not britney's dad but brianna's dad actually had a love child when he was with the mama so brianna's daddy has a whole separate baby who is 14 years old that's underneath Brittany and Brianna, right? Y'all keep these women of color around because it's good TV and it's because, like, you know, we just gonna keep you for the token black girl. Y'all kept her around because, you know, she was dating Javi and that was messed with Caitlyn and Javi and Brianna. And if you have no idea what we're talking about, then that's understandable, but whatever. But I decided I was gonna pull up how much teen moms get paid per episode. Brittany gets paid significantly less than they get paid. Brittany gets paid $20,000 an episode. Brianna. I mean, Brianna gets paid $20,000 an episode. Whereas other moms are getting paid $180,000 and this and like, this. Let me th- I feel like the highest paid is like Chelsea and Macy. Yes. Like, um, Macy is definitely getting that money. And that's, and that's money outside of the money that her and her husband are making for their clothing line um and to be honest like her storyline is no better than whatever you just got a a dope head husband i mean an ex you know well Brittany, i mean brianna has and i i noticed this because she had to ask uh what's what's nova's daddy's name what's his name do you remember i forgot she had to ask him and then stella's daddy she had to sit them down and break down her budget like i pay for this 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 and this y'all need to help me financially and you could tell because not only you could just tell she was making significantly less and i guess it didn't click i was always like okay girl when your money gonna catch up i'm, I'm ready to see you get a house and you know get your kids together um you could tell because of the the kind of car she drove and how how she was and not to say hold them responsible but she was really banking on what money like she needed the money that her kids yeah. was providing her granted they should be but you know mm-hmm. most of them, if you get team my money i'm not gonna keep begging you for that shit like you're gonna do what you're gonna do come figure out regard you know whatever right you can, you can tell how she depends on her mom and her sister yeah. and her sister thought Brit, her sister Brittany throws in her face all the time like you you say you don't need me but i'm the one watching your kids and da 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 this and da 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 that well if she had team mom money she could get somebody to watch her kids you like she like you you see her all this she's a very rarely out with her friends and going out to places where the other team moms like yeah i'm gonna go have drinks with my friends i'm gonna do this i'm gonna do that i'm gonna talk to my friend and when you see brianna brianna more times than not eight times out of ten she has her children with her when she's gonna go talk to her friend or do this or do that and pay these people what they worth but also i want to say to black women we have to start negotiating our terms and that's on period okay if you want me i i'm providing a service to you you should pay me x y and z and i will say now that now her mother her sister and her children have moved out of an apartment and i want to say no other teen mom is in an apartment they're all in the homes that they have bought and built (laughs) they've built these homes even janelle crusty dusty lazy mama ass she has she heard her husband who doesn't do shit at all besides be on team mom have built homes several homes with a capital s at the end homes but let me let me where does um brianna live is she in california or is she in florida I always she's in florida oh okay well then okay she's in florida she's uh i want to tallahassee tampa one of them 
but now they have got a condo her her and her mother and her sister and her two children they're in a condo and they paid two hundred thousand dollars for a condo and now they're being sued for five thousand dollars because they didn't pay for some renovations or something for the condo and then when i read that i was like okay let me see why She's being sued five thousand five thousand five hundred and sixty eight thousand dollars for this, you know, repairs, and she doesn't have the money. She doesn't have the money, and she doesn't have the money because she's not getting paid her worth on Team Mom. Well, they own the condo. Who's suing them? How are they being? Sued? They did. They did like some uh, contractual work. Okay, so they owe the contractor. Yeah. Damn. So I just want to say. Get paid what you worth, okay? And if it's not, and if you feel like, oh, if this person says like, okay, well, I can't pay you that, then guess what? There's somebody out there who will. Who will, yeah. We're so used to feeling like we got to jump at anything that's offered to us. Like, oh, I got the offer. No, but you can negotiate. No, yes, we're not the same as, you know, the white girl that's, you know, in our situation, you know, as far as privilege goes, but at the same time, it's got to start from somewhere because they not, they can't keep sunning us with, you know. Right. And that's what they're doing. That's exactly what they're doing. Cause I bet, I bet you money. Chelsea's daddy is behind her. Cause first of all, Chelsea's daddy has money and yeah. saying, no team mom. They, you got a pretty good storyline on team mom. $20,000 an episode. That's not enough money. You know, you need to see if you can get paid $75,000 an episode or da 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 da. You're the original. You need to get paid. Like, we have, have, we got to stop being so scared. We have to stop being, stop living in fucking fear. And if nobody will pay you, somebody else the fuck will. And that's on period. Yeah, you can't, you can't be stuck at something that's just so shitty and be like, well, at least it's a job or at least it's this. And it's just like, I'm not saying be don't be appreciative, but if yeah. if it starts out lower than what you like, fucking say something. Who's stopping you from saying something? You can you always have, negotiate your terms, and that's something you, you don't have to take the first offer. I mean, I just I cannot imagine being on a national syndicated television show and lugging my children, who's you know six or whatever, however old Nova is, and Stelita, who's two. I can't imagine lugging them around three flights of apartment stairs. Y'all got me fucked up. No. And the thing about it, one episode, could, it's no telling how many hours of filming that that took to pull together one episode. Exactly. Exactly. Probably 30, 40 minutes to us, but that probably could have been a week's worth of filming shit. Like, right. Or even more than that. You, like Brittany said, you got me fucked up because Chelsea, Kaylin, um, Chelsea, Kaylin, even fucking um, Caitlyn. I was going to say Caitlyn with her crying ass baby. We need to talk about this later. Okay. All of them have really nice houses. And uh, to be to TBH. Listen. Her, her nice house. If early Caitlin, on. If Caitlyn and Tyler can buy themselves a fucking pig and a pony for their baby, y'all got me fucked up. Uh, and I know, I was thinking, I was trying to like rationalize, like if I was thinking, Brianna lives in California, and I'm like, well, her money probably gets absorbed a lot into, you know, paying that high-ass rent out there. But there in Florida, she's in the South. She could have a nice... They're not paying her much. You could tell. That's very obvious. And then... If I'm, not, know, mistaken, the money, if I'm not mistaken, Kaylin, is that the one with the three baby daddies? Isaac and... She, she lives in L.A. because Amber went to L.A. to film on her podcast. I th- but I thought she lived in Delaware. I didn't know she moved. I have to catch I don't up. know. They went to Amber recently after she had her new baby. Went to they. She was in L.A. doing like e e um promo tours, and Kaylin was in L.A. filming her podcast. So I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe maybe she is in Delaware. And she was. They just happened to be there together by happenstance. But she was in L.A. talking about her and her and uh jace's mama oh wait who mama jace amber and jace's mama had got into it what's that girl named uh janelle 
Because Amber did have another baby, but does Amber yeah. have that baby? Amber has that baby, yeah. And okay, so Janelle, Janelle forever gonna be on the show because her and her mama are fucking train wreck and she gonna get paid, period, because that's what people wanna see. Period. Janelle is so fucking toxic. They need to pull her out and put her in a deep therapy. Um, and and um, Amber, she ain't my favorite either because she always got excuses on why she back in trouble that get on my nerves. And her and Janelle, one in the same. Back in trouble, bitch. I saw, but I didn't know like what it was about. We can go over that, you know, here in a minute, okay. but. I'm sorry, yeah. y'all. Me and me and Mika and I love Teen Mom. Like we, I'm I'm be 45 watching Teen Mom. Okay. What? <laughs> well, yeah, that's a good point you brought up. MTV does have the audacity paying that girl that low because she does bring a lot to the show, and that's honestly who I like to see. So fuck everybody else. Yeah, I like Brown. I like her a lot. Y'all got the same Elsa's with different stories on this shit. Mm-hmm. But. She needs to she needs to stick her chest out and stand up for herself. But I like her. So. Brianna, if you listening, you deserve more than twenty thousand episode girlfriend. You do, you do. Make the motherfuckers pay you. All right, all right. We are going to move into our stone of the week segment. Brittany, do you have a stone for us? I do, and it's not a typical stone. Is it? It's not. So I have Himalayan salt as a stone for the week. Okay. And, okay, so Himalayan salt is an element of the earth. Astrologically, it belongs to Cancer and Pisces. It deals with the heart and the sacral chakra. Energies, it provides self-love, protection, cleansing, love, grounding, health, success. It promotes starting over, happiness, healing relationships, and broken hearts and purification. Um, There are a lot of varieties of salts. But they're all, and they can all be used for magical purposes in cleansing and grounding. But pink Himalayan salt is all the rage with good reason. Pink Himalayan salt can lower your blood pressure. Let me see. I'm sorry. I had this pulled up. Um, it, cle- it creates an electrolyte balance. It, it creates hydration, increases hydration. It regulates water content both inside and outside of your cells. It balances your pH and could help reduce acid reflux intent. Um, it promote, prevents muscle cramping, aids in uh, proper metabolism functioning, it strengthens your bones and re- reduces blood pressure, which I said before. So um, I have a pink Himalayan salt lamp. I don't know if you can see it or not over there. But it just creates an aura where it's just like, I'm calm. I'm pure. Like I can do meditation with this. So that is a stone of the week. Um, pink Himalayan. The first thing I thought about was healing because I've seen it so much and it just yes. it always gives like nice like feng shui type of vibe to whatever space it's in. I've seen people put it on their work desk, and I definitely thought you know that's healing. But that's that's good information. That sound like the Himalayan salt itself in a drink. It sounds like some shit I should have been drinking. Yes, I was. I I try to keep a uh, pink Himalayan salt in the uh, pantry for usage. Like I cook with it, um, it is a lot better. It's not. It doesn't provide like a like salty, too much of a salty stuff. And then I noticed like when I have pink Himalayan salt versus table salt, I'm not as thirsty when I'm eating like after dinner with my pink Himalayan salt. So yeah, so y'all get make sure y'all get some. Pink Himalayan salt is is gonna reduce your blood pressure, not make your motherfucking blood pressure go up like Big Mama now. Big Mama, you're on. <laughs> yeah, and I just with this pregnancy, I've literally stopped adding like iodized salt to my food. Mm-hmm. Period. If if it's not salty enough, I'm like, you know, you can. It's plenty of sauces and shit that you gonna add to it to make it salty. Yeah. I'm not adding any salt like that to my food, and I realize like this is something I'm gonna keep going because. I you know I never I never was like adding so much, but sometimes I would hear you know, babe, the food is too salty, or you know, yeah. just realizing how much salt is already present in so many other things you're gonna add. Yeah, you know what? I, I get that a lot too, and now I started like um, I don't have any Himalayan salt in the pantry now, but the car and the kids would be like, oh, it's a, it's good, but it's salty, and like. Damn, I, so I just kind of like lit up on the seasoning, but I did see uh, Mia Ray and 
in that Lee Chopper post this post the other day is like, you could be vegan. You don't give a fuck about the, I mean, you can eat jackfruit and jackfruit that tastes like pulled pork or whatever the fuck you want it to taste like. You're not, you're not uh, addicted to the meat. You're addicted to the seasoning. Uh-huh. So. That's true too. We got to get out of like <laughs> the seasoning shit. Like that shit really does fuck with our insides. Like for real, for real. It does. Like you're, you're probably returning water, sis. Oh, yeah. And then when I, like, go over other people's house and, you know, they're cooking, especially, I don't do it much now, but in recently, you know, it's like the food is good, but it's like, why? Like, my head hurts immediately. It's like, gosh, this is a lot of salt. It's really good, but this is over-flavored. Like, sometimes we as a people is overkill. That's enough. Even if you're going to add seasoned salt to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Then you're going to turn around, add this, add this, and then add the house sauce. By the time you do all that, like, oh, Lord. Uh, so you turn into, um, I'm turning from Buddy Love back to Nutty Professor. My damn ankle's so big. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? That's one reason why I stopped eating pork besides bacon, and then we're getting ready to cut that out because it's already salty. So then imagine eating some damn pork chops. And then the seasoning your pork chops that you want to put seasonings on, you want to put garlic salt, you want to put onion salt on it. Like you raising, like, and then you wonder why you got a migraine. Ooh. I, you know, I want some bacon so bad, Brittany, but bacon was one of the first things that I was like, ah, okay, no more bacon for me. Yeah. I, I kept taking high blood pressure readings at home. I was like, ah, no more bacon. And it sucks, but I cannot wait to crunch into a piece of bacon. Oh, that's funny because yeah, we decided we decided we're gonna get rid of bacon. Like, uh, our our friend Ebony uh was telling me the other day. I posted like making like a salmon. I made salmon fillies for dinner, and I put uh bacon on. Well, I made them for car. I put bacon on it. I put bell peppers, onions, da 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 da. And she was like. That looks really good, but get rid of bacon. And I was like, but I just, you know, I just love bacon so much. And then she uh, hit me to this page called Surviving Surviving Vegan. And let me know how bad that bacon was for you. And I actually don't fuck with eggs in the first place, like scrambled eggs, but the, this too much, but like, when the surviving vegan is telling you like you're eating like the eggs reproductive system when you're eating all that so I was, that turned me off even more from eggs i don't really fuck with them in the first place but i was just like yeah i'm gonna eat eggs for fucking long period i like eggs so much i eat them almost every day and i don't I can't it's it's something about eggs like looking into the bowl when i crack them open it's just like i'll be wanting a gag like even putting them for somebody else just like and then i see like uh Haitians and Jamaicans and stuff pulling that little, that it's white. like that white part out of the. Oh my god, this shit blows my mind. Like what the fuck? Like why is it in here if you can't eat it? If you're not supposed to eat it? Yeah, I, I asked John that the, not too long ago. I'm like, I see people pulling it out. Some people don't. He was like, well, it's just you know, it's up, it's up to you. Most Haitians pull it out. They can't tell you why. They just pull it out. And you know, he was like, I just just being here, I just don't pull it out. So sometimes I'll pull it out. Sometimes I scramble that hoe all together with some cheese and some heavy cream and it'd be real good. Um so if you don't if you're not having eggs or bacon for breakfast, like where's your morning protein? Um, I really don't have a protein for breakfast. I would think that you just, you know, as long as you, you, it's fine to take those out because they're probably I don't know about the eggs, because I love me some freaking eggs. But just keep in mind, make sure you're getting your same, you know, some type of protein in because that's going to help you stay full for longer. So even if that's a shake or um, some type of granola with lots of flaxseed or some 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 type of protein, just just yeah. need that. Pro- make sure you're getting your protein in because that's one thing that my midwife has drilled into me. Like, how much protein are you eating? And I know it's different for when you're pregnant, you have to have more. But even when I was on a strict diet and losing weight protein was the main fucking shit that i had to eat every day and i'm like i mean every meal that kind of got hard like i this is a lot of meat or this is a lot of protein but yeah protein is important so just as long as you're taking it out and you replacing it with another protein then good for you yeah 
um, we're, we're going to cut it. We're cutting out bacon and then we decided we're going to cut out dairy. So I think I'm going to go like transition into oat milk. Like we transition the kids successfully into uh, almond milk. Okay. So I don't really, but I did make a mistake this week and bought regular milk just because like it's so ingrained. But um, like Carson drinks almond milk and they eat almond milk with their cereal. So I think I'm going to buy like some oat milk and get, like you said, some granola and put some berries and stuff in there. Also, no yogurt either. And yogurt? No yogurt? Yeah. You know, I've noticed, like, when I, at some point, I started back drinking regular milk. And this was probably a couple months back, but I felt like I had so much more mucus in my throat than Mm -hmm. I remembered. And I was waking up just fighting with it, fighting. And I was like, you know what? I don't know what it is, but I'm good. I'm good on the cow's milk. And I went back to almond milk. I feel like it wasn't as thick and I like the taste more. Just the regular milk is just too sweet and thick for me. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, unless I'm putting it in something, I you know, making something with it and I can't taste it like that. But ever since then, like I still have mucus. I think that's from the pregnancy, but it's not like fighting me so bad like it was when I had that damn milk. It was just just too much. I notice like if I'm not getting if I'm not drinking enough water throughout the day, like that milk that mucus buildup, like just like right in the the nasal throat area and it is so disgusting it's so it's so gross and it's like it's hard to swallow it's hard to breathe it's just it's gross so that process has been responsible for at least a couple of me being sick because it's like i can't have it sitting here it gotta come up and if it has to come up other things just come up with it so in pregnancy it's just been like so much more oh y'all didn't tell me that but that's gross Well, yeah. Well, absolutely. It sure is. Okay. Do you have any announcements? Um. No. No announcements. Okay. I have no announcements either. Oh, I did do the single mom giveaway, so that was a success. I'm thinking about doing it again. I think thinking about doing it, you know, like twice a month. And here later, I'll start getting. Other things as I give, I know that more will come. And that's not the reason why I'm doing it. It's just really that I have a really something in me that really wants to take care of single mothers and provide for them. So um that was a success. But other than that, I don't have anything. I am manifesting. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna teach y'all a manifesting trick instead of I'm manifesting what I'm manifesting for the week. Thank you. Um, so instead of manifesting for the week, I, this is something that I saw on Instagram. She said, so whatever you want to manifest for the week, um, imagine that you're in a sitcom and name your sitcom what you want to accomplish for the week. So one thing that I did do um, when I got this new job is I m- named my week Brittany gets a job and I end up getting a job. So that's a manifestation hack that you can use because now your energy and your attention is focused to like what you want to accomplish. So that's the hack. I don't have anything that I'm manifesting for the week right now. Oh, awesome. Well, I kind of have something along those lines as well. Um, so I've been hearing a lot write it down, write it down, write it down, write it down. And I'm not good at just really writing down thoughts or whatever, but I decided that I want to, this week, I want to, you know, day by day, write down things that I want to accomplish. Because one thing about that I do know, once you write something down, it does make it real. And I have just a little bit of practice with that. I just don't do it very often. Write what you want down and date it and watch it happen. Like, let it be that. So that's what I'm going to be doing, just writing down things that I want to happen because the thing about it is it helps to manifest because it's like once you write it down, then automatically your mind is going to start working to try to get those things done subconsciously. So it kind of gets the wheels turning. So for me, I definitely need to do that. And, you know, that way I can um, go back and look at it. Also, I also want to start my, um, I think Brittany called it the good things jar where you write down good things that have happened um, and just keep putting it in the jar, put crystals in there, um, keep it cleansed and everything. And then a year from now, go back and review that. And 
sometimes I, I'm not in a space where I'm grateful enough, but I'm, I am definitely um, working towards changing that. And those positive things I'm going to implement this week um, to help my manifestation um, take off. So, yeah. Well, she's going to be full, full of good things. Like, oh, baby rolled over. Baby did this and baby did that. Oh, it's going to be so cute. I can't wait. The baby shitted up her back and it was green. Listen, I'm, ooh, child. To this day, I still, nobody can tell me how that happens, but I guess I'm just at the point where I'm going to see for myself how it happens because I feel like if the diaper is on tight, how did it escape? I think it's because the diaper is on tight and it's just so, it's explosive. It's just so much. And there's just no way to avoid it. No, it's not. Lord, I'm being you don't get a couple of onesies that you throw away. Like, sis, I'm not doing this. I'm just going to, I'm going to have to throw them away because I like, that whole poop shit just really is gross. I want to shit in a washing machine. I'm not fucking doing that. No, no, no. After that, no. Unless it was like something that was just really cute, but if it's like grant, I'm cutting the shit out the back, so I ain't even got to. It's automatically, systematically no good. I don't even about to pull that shirt over your head. We just gonna cut it from the back and throw it in the garbage. That's gross. In the garbage. That's why I, so you know, the plain. Did I order those plain? I had ordered just some plain. I could not. I finally got the plain white onesies. I was able to order those at Target. I gotta go pick those up. Just those plain white ones, so we don't feel no type of way about throwing them away. Cause the one with the flowers and. All the shit that y'all done got for her. I don't really want to have to throw those away, but I guess we'll just see. Ugh. But anyway. So guys, that was our show for the week. Um, we would kind of, you know, I think it'd be dope to, for people to kind of email who they are, email us in on, you know, who you are as a person. And I would, you know, love to, you know, read those out loud. So you guys could, you know, send us, send us a, you know, a little synopsis of who you are. Um, and you know as a listener to the show you can send it to blackgirlmanifest at gmail.com that's b-l-k girlmanifest at gmail.com we would love to hear from you and until next week we are out this bitch bye guys bye hoes